Welcome everyone to another podcast of Modern World Zen. This is Josh Barzell. The last episode we were talking about um, how death should be viewed in the context in the context of our meditational path. And uh, this episode, I'd like to talk about what. You know the the bogey of death. It, the concept of death certainly makes us want to pursue spiritual spirituality, even though we might believe we're going to be reborn, or you know, if we know we're not going to be reborn, then our spiritual path has ended, that we've attained enlightenment. But for those of us that are on the path, um, the the idea of death makes us want to attain enlightenment and work towards our self-realization uh, before we leave our bodies. So this episode, I'd like to talk about just the the overall quest. Um, there's so many different ways that it can be pursued. Um, and we've talked about this before. There are so many paths. Um, the goal is one. The paths are infinite. Um, and we really should see the paths as being many because we have to see God in everything. We can't see anyone separate from God. So every path has to be the path to God. And because we can't eliminate anyone from our path, um, or anyone that has to be, that happens to be on a different path. And that's very important. But, you know, I want to talk about this, this idea of what we're doing. Um, and I come from a certain path, um, but I want to talk about, you know, we know what we want, you know, and we have glimpses of it all the time. You know, for those of us who have meditated a lot, there isn't a time that we don't experience bliss, but we're not quite there yet you know we haven't really attained it and if we have and if we had lived a certain way for a while um, that was really good and we were happy well we've fallen from that we're not that way anymore times have changed you know we 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 want to, to go back to the the old days when we were happy. And I think this is very, very, very common. Um, or for those of us that are don't have those issues, this the future is uncertain. We don't know what's going to happen from moment to moment, which causes us fear. You know, we're afraid of what we don't know, you know. 
And because of our lack of understanding, we don't have mastery over our minds. We let our minds fantasize about things. And when you're afraid and you mix that with delusion or fantasy, it could be a real problem. So, um, hopefully you understand where I'm coming from. We, you know, and these podcasts have gotten increasingly more advanced as each series has progressed and each podcast. Um, and this is number eight. So this is going to be our eighth podcast of series seven. And, um, you know, I, I imagine that this is going to be for an advanced audience. And um, we want perfection. For those of us who have been meditating, we might have even written books on meditation. We want perfection. You know, we don't want anything but perfection. And we have to understand that perfection is inherent in us. It's inherent in our consciousness, in our speech. But we're not aware of it. So we always already are perfect. Right? And yet we want so desperately to be perfect. So we're going to start to look at ways that we can just maybe shine, shine the, the teachings a little bit, shine our attainment a little bit and try to make it sparkle. Because that's when you really know you have something. When there's a brilliance uh, to what it is that you're working on and it can it even reflects in your body in your face so um, we're going to start by looking at the mind again we're going to go back to our to our understanding of the mind and we're just going to look at the fact that a pure mind is what we really want we want a still, calm, clean, purified mind. And that's why the knowledge of the mind as pure consciousness helps us. It helps us because then the mind doesn't give us any more trouble. Otherwise, we are chasing the mind. Um, and then we can realize ourself in the purified mind. Um, so that means that we're not interested in being clever, tricky. We're not interested in being, getting away with maybe being dishonest, right? We're not actually interested in those things because if we've embarked on this path, we wouldn't, we wouldn't put the fruits of being, say, dishonest ahead of our attainment of wanting enlightenment, right? And if we have, maybe that's the reason why we're not quite there yet. Maybe it's not a, a, a 
a shining of our attainment so much as it is a redirecting of our attention and focus to attainment, to enlightenment. So, and also, we should be rising above normal pleasures. We really shouldn't be interested in the ways of the world and the normal worldly pleasures. They should have no interest for us. We shouldn't be attracted to them at all if we've been very good in our practice and we're very advanced. So that means that we need a very pure outlook. We need a very pure attitude. Um, our heart needs to be pure. Right, we're talking about the mind being pure. Now our heart needs to be pure because without a pure heart, we're going to get caught in the world. We're going to get caught with our greed and our desires. We're always going to be looking at something that's out there that we don't have, that we want to have. And in that way, we'll never be happy. It's just basic. If you understand that, you understand you understand everything. So, and the third thing that we're going to look at is having faith. So, faith means that I'm going to believe in something that I can't see. I'm going to believe in something that's invisible to me in this moment. It's completely invisible. I can't detect it with my eyes, ears, nose, mouth, sense of touch. But I know it's there, and I have faith in it. That's faith. Right? Faith is what is necessary for us to attain enlightenment. And it doesn't have to be this grand dance, this big production of faith. That's not faith. That's just a show. We just need a little bit of real faith to get across. So that's basically it. And with faith, we're going to meditate say, well, why would I need to meditate towards the end of my practice? Well, if, you've, if your goal is 100 miles and you've gone 99 miles and every mile has been breached by meditation, why would you think mile 99 to 100 wouldn't be traveled across by anything other than meditation? So yes, we're going to meditate. We meditate at the mile one to get to two or zero to one. And we meditate from 99 to 100. So that means the self. That means the inner self. Yes. And we meditate on the inner self. That's why we need a pure heart. Because if we don't have a pure heart, we might be meditating on the newest style of clothes. Right? 
And if we don't have faith, we'll never get to meditation. So that's why that's very important. And our minds should be clean. And we can also remember the guru. So the guru is also the focus of our attention. Just as the inner self is. The reason why the guru is so important is because it's an outer manifestation of the inner self. So it's very, very, very helpful to us. It's just a support that we can use. So the guru is going to have complete understanding of the scriptures, including Vedanta, which has been said that it's impossible to understand. The guru is going to understand Vedanta. And in Vedanta, it says that there's only one all-pervasive being. And this being exists inside. That's right. We're not separate from this consciousness. It exists inside as consciousness in all of us. And that's God. So God exists as consciousness in man. That's Vedanta. And so the guru is going to have total understanding of that. The guru, he or she, is never going to be separated from that knowledge. So when you approach the guru, you're going to see that embodied in the guru. And that means there's not two. Your notion of two is incorrect. There's only one. There's not even a slight difference. So we have to break through the veil that tells us that there's diversity. And that's why we meditate. And so <clears throat> when we do, we see the self as God. And we can accept it. Right? And that's what the Guru allows us to do as well. And this God, this inner God, is the same as the outer God. And so the inner and outer are the same. And so God whether it's inside or outside, is reflected in what we would consider to be happiness or normal happiness or what we would be wishing we were right now or wishing to attain. You know, because someone has a bigger car You know, or bigger house, I mean, or a nicer car, right? Or better job, or better looking. God is reflected in that experience. So I want to say thank you to everyone tuning in. 
and um, hopefully this has been enlightening for you and uh, we will continue on and I urge everyone to go back to previous podcasts and have a listen and hopefully you can do a little bit of meditating as well. So thanks everyone for tuning in. This has been Josh Barzell for Modern World Zen.